Welcome to episode 84 of the Leadership in Context podcast with Keith Tusi. If you do not have a job that is bigger than you, you need a bigger job. Hi, this is Keith Tusi, and welcome to Leadership in Context. We're in our second podcast on leading in the storm, and I want you to go with me to Judges, the sixth chapter, and I'm going to start at the 14th verse. And it says, And the Lord looked at him and said, Go in this your strength and deliver Israel from the hand of Midian. Have I not sent you? Of course, this is talking about Gideon, who was hiding in the wine press the last we looked. And I think there's some real key things here that we just need to really grab a hold of. He says that we need strength. Go in this your strength. Good leaders understand that though they have to be resilient, they have to have mental toughness, they have to be stewards of their own spirituality, they also understand, as the Apostle Paul said, when I am weak, in other words, when I acknowledge that I am weak, then I get his strength. When I understand that in my own physical, moral, intellectual capabilities, the job is bigger than I am. If you do not have a job that's bigger than you are, you need a bigger job, okay? Because the job when you're leading in the storm is always bigger than you are. And your greatest strength is going to be that you know that you need strength. Let me say that again. Your greatest strength is to know that you need strength and that you communicate that to other people because the people around you are feeling the same thing. And if they just think you're Superman or Superwoman and you come out of your phone booth and the water beads off your head and never soaks through to your scalp, then they're not going to be able to relate to your leadership. That doesn't mean that you can't be bold, you can't be courageous, you can't be resilient, but you've got to reflect that your strength comes from the Lord. So God told him, first thing, you know what? Go in this your strength. You need strength. Then he tells him what his strength is. And this is great. We need to get this. Have I not sent you? Have I not sent you? We are messengers. We are ambassadors. We are disciples. We are followers. We are not the instigators. We are not the lords. We are followers of Jesus Christ. And who sent us determines our destination. We need to live that. We need to breathe that. That needs to come out of us. And we need to remind ourselves that in the midst of that firestorm that I have been sent by God. It was God himself that put me in this situation. You realize right now that whatever situation you're in leading people, that God, while he may have not caused the circumstances, he's chosen you to be the leader in those circumstances. You are the lead person there. You're sent by God. I'm showing up as if I'm God's son because I am, and he's delegated authority to me. We've got to grab this. Now look at verse 15. He says, And, O Lord, how shall I deliver Israel? Behold, my family is the least in Manasseh, and I'm the youngest in my father's house. Well, This is bureaucratic leadership. This is how most people think. His mindset was, I don't have a title. My family doesn't have a title. Even if my family did have a title, you know, I'd be like uh, King David that was to come. I'd be, 
I'd be out taking care of the sheep while, you know, the prophet was looking at all my brothers. In other words, who would recognize me? And this is one of the greatest downfalls of people uh, when they have an opportunity to lead. They think, well, I don't have a title. But who sent you? Lead, don't worry about the title. In your community, you may not have a, a certain title. You may not have certain recognition. Maybe your church is the least of these in your community. You know, do you think God really cares about that? Do you think God is going to delegate uh, all the big jobs, all the important jobs, just to somebody that has a big voice? Not necessarily, okay? Let your voice come out. First, you lead. And the critical nature of leading is not just to get something done. It's so that people can follow you. So leadership is a model. Don't fall into Gideon's trap and say, well, you know, I don't have a title. Nobody's recognized me. I'm going to tell you what. In our culture, if you lead, you will be recognized. They might not appreciate what you're doing, but they'll recognize what you're doing. Some will appreciate what you're doing. That's what leadership does. Leadership cuts through that fog and says, look, this person is going somewhere. That's a mark of leadership. A mark of leadership is somebody behind you says, we're going forward. We're, we're making progress, which is obviously extremely critical in a storm. And then verse 16, the Lord said to them, Surely I'll be with you, and you shall defeat Midian as one man. So what does God revert back to again? Don't worry about the title. Worry about who you're with. I'm, you're with me. I'm with you. I will be with you. That was God's promise. God's pr not just his presence, but his purpose. Okay, we need to marry the two. His presence and his purpose. You know, you can have the presence of God on you. And, and not exercise that purpose. You can have a clear purpose and walk out without God's strength and not have his presence. So the presence and purpose have got to be coupled together so that we can lead people not into what only what we're doing, but why we're doing it, and then they can download that to the people beyond those as well. Then look at verse 18. Verse 18 says, Please do not depart from here, Gideon says to him, until I come back to you and bring out my offering and lay it before you. And he said, I will remain until you return. Here's the deal. If we're going to lead, we've got to be the first people in. I mean, risk-wise, energy-wise, prayer-wise, sacrifice-wise, giving-wise. There's a lot of people that have good ideas and a computer. That does not make them a leader. A leader is somebody who did like Jesus, and he was clothed by the Father with humanity, although there were, although he was divine. We are the body of Christ. We are clothed with humanity, but we are the body of Christ on this planet right now. And as leaders, we bring the offering. Vision produces provision, just like the title thing. You don't get the title and then lead. First you get the lead. And then you get the title. You know, one of the precepts we always used in ministry is, is we didn't hire people unless they were already doing the job to the degree they could, given their, you know, other employment situations or whatever it was. We didn't look for people who we would hope could lead something if they weren't already leading in the place that they were at. And I think a lot of people sit on the sidelines waiting for provision to happen when God has given them a vision. What has God put in your heart? Obedience produces vision, 
and vision produces provision. But notice they were the first one in. You know, when somebody comes to me with the ministry idea, and I've had some great ones, I want to know if they're in. You know, are they going to write the check? Are they going to open their own wallet? You want to help us minister to some people? What are you going to do? I think that's what leaders do. I think that's what leaders look like. Even though our resources personally may be somewhat limited or even challenged, and the times we're living in definitely challenged. But still, we're going to be the first person, and we're going to find a way to contribute to that. We're going to dig deep. We're going to do something, and we're going to hope that other people follow. But even if they don't, we're going to do what God told us to do. Here is Gideon in the midst of a storm. The Midianites have been raiding them, taking their food, intimidating them. This has gone on for a long time. And God pulls an unlikely character out who remains a great patriarch of the Bible, somebody that we can brag about to this day. But these are some of the precepts that God left with Gideon so that he could lead in the storm that he was facing in his day. Depend on God's strength. Remind yourself that you are sent. Don't worry about having a title or being identified. Just be a model so people can follow you. Remind yourself that every step of the way that God is with you. And number three, bring your own offering, you know, as unto the Lord. Have that, I could even take that principle and say, you know, make sure you don't neglect that private worship and that dedication time as unto the Lord. Rejoice that God has you in a place where a leader is really needed and go and do it in Jesus' name. This is Keith Tusi for Leadership in Context. Please pass this podcast along to somebody else that might be a blessing to them in Jesus' name. Today, Keith continued his discussion on leading in the storm. Your greatest strength is to know that you need strength. That strength comes from the Lord. He has equipped you and he has sent you. Who sent us determines our destination. So whatever situation you are leading in, remember that he has chosen you to be the leader for that season. Thanks for listening this week to another episode of Leadership in Context with Keith Tusi. Join us next week as Keith continues to put leadership truths in the context of the local church. As always, subscribe, like, rate, and share our podcast. For show notes, or to ask Keith a question, email podcast at innerpastors.com. If you would like more information, you can check out our website, find us on Facebook, or follow us on Instagram at innerpastors. See you next week.